Right, yeah, so this morning, like, before getting called in for a bunch of impromptu meetings that I wasn't, that I wasn't thinking that I was going to have to have. I mean, if they weren't, if you thought you were going to have them, they wouldn't be impromptu, I suppose. Yeah, okay, so I, yeah, so that's a bit redundant. <laughs> Welcome to the Retro Breakdown, where we're redundant and pedantic. <laughs> the pedantic breakdown. In, in equal measure. Depending on, depending on who's feeling a little, a little <laughs> spicy that day. So Jesse and I went out to have a nice breakfast and we wanted to go out to Catalina's, which is the really nice, like, like local, like highly rated place that's got uh, pancake balls. And all I can think of when you said that was the fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. It's like it's it's impossible to get away from that. And I'm sure like. I bet you they probably have some sort of wine drink that's called the Catalina wine mixer. Oh, probably. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Wait, so yeah, it's like what, a breakfast what are, and brunch place, and they're really well known for pancake balls, which are exactly you, what, what they that? sound like. OK, so they're just they're just pancake balls. Yes. Are they like stuffed with like? Yes, you... they have the stuff on the inside. What is the name of this restaurant? Catalina's. Catalina's. I was just making sure. Ohio. Yeah, they're really well known for it. They have a uh, they have oh, different yeah. wow. fillings. They stuff them in like a little cup. Yeah, they're cute. You get them with really nice syrup and they have like some of them have Nutella on the inside. Um, they're really well known for like an apple pumpkin butter, oh, which my. is really good. Um, and then I think they have one that's like seasonal or I don't know. I think they have a third filling, but I haven't had it before. I, I, the sandwiches look tasty, too. It's good, but... I looked it up the other day because I recommended some friends go. And then when I looked it up on Google Maps, it said last visited five years ago. And I was like, oh, God, because <laughs> it is kind of like across town. And it's not you don't really want to drive 35 minutes to get to a breakfast place in mm. the morning. No, no, you don't. So we were going to go today and then a bunch of meetings popped up. And so we ended up just going to First Watch, which is much closer and kind of a chain, but still good. And uh, all what, what of this is, is relevant theme? only because it was secondary to going out to some uh, some game stores and picking up a jumper pack for my N64 and a uh, and a PS1 memory card. A jumper pack? Yeah, you know, the thing that goes in the front that's the, not the expansion pack, the default one. It's called no, a jumper pack. Oh, I've, I, I don't remember. Wh why do you need that? Because it has the RAM. Oh, OK, OK. I was thinking the expansion pack. Oh, so that's just what that's what I took out to put in the expansion. That's pack? correct. The jumper ah. pack is the one that comes default with the console. Gotcha. Gotcha. I ironically, for some reason, and I'm sure this is just a misplacement of things somewhere, but I appear to have an expansion pack, but not a jumper pack. Yeah, you and have I don't to have, know. You, you have an expansion pack for sure because you had Donkey Kong 64. Yes. Well, and it's not a question of what I had at one point. It's it's a question of what I still have now. <laughs> right? Because these things, like, not everything is on the shelf behind me. There's also a bunch of plastic tubs filled True. with, like, the consoles and stuff that I don't have room to display. Did So, wait, did you, did you lose the expansion pack? The expansion pack I currently have. Here's yes. the situation, okay? Okay, okay. I have... A black original NTSC Nintendo 64, which Jesse and I are not sure if it's her old one or my old one. Okay. But it's one of those. It's been around for a while. Then there is like a sort of like see-through teal, you know, like the Atomic Purple controller? Uh, yeah. It's okay. So like that, but like a teal color. And we got it oh, from yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah. We got it from Japan from a hard off department, uh, like a uh, secondhand hardware store for like three bucks. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to buy that for three bucks. And it <laughs> didn't have a pack in it. It didn't have like the it didn't have the thing in the front or the tab or anything. So it's being sold like basically as is at a discount. Now, sure. like that's that's cool. I'll pick that up and I'll pick up some Japanese N64 games and that'll be rad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I did. And. 
what happened was I tried to hook up our N64 and pop Ocarina of Time in it, and it didn't work with the with the expansion pack because I couldn't find a jumper pack. So I popped the expansion pack out of it, and I put it in the Japanese one, and I played a Japanese uh, cartridge in it, and it worked fine. And oh. I was like, huh. I guess it just doesn't like the expansion pack for some reason. I must just let me see if I can find a jumper pack. And I couldn't find a, a regular jumper pack. So I just went out and bought one. Oh, and I cool. took the I took it into the store and I was like, can you try one of those in here so I can make sure it works before I buy it? Yeah, that's and they idea. popped it in and it worked. And I was like, cool, I'll take it. And they didn't. They just left it in there and I brought it home and I hooked it up and now it works. Nice. And that was really nice. What game? What game? Oh, yeah. Was this because you want to play Zelda? This is because I want Jesse to play Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So that is now in order. And I have the aforementioned Atomic Purple controller plugged into it. Good. Um, Not because it's the Atomic Purple controller, but because it's the one with the least screwed up joystick. (laughs) You know how you know how the the N sixty four joystick gets loose and wiggly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, it's the least loose and wiggly. I I have, I think my two sixty four controllers that have the best joysticks were ones that I got. So I had a I had the original you know black one when it came out in mm-hmm. almost what thirty years ago, and yeah, the then my um at my dad's house he got me one a few years later and it was the Donkey Kong sixty four like pack-in one where it was the green one and it came with the green controller and then he got a secondary controller that was yellow so it was like banana colored (laughs) yeah 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 you know you know what that came was a pack-in with uh so those two those those two have my the best joysticks because they ended up getting the least multiplayer use like they were mostly just when i was at my dad's place and stuff yeah but then i have like a blue one because blue is, you know, it was my favorite color. It probably still is. And that, well, that controller, you can like hold it up and it almost, you know, it droops a little. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the ones that you can like just kind of like shake it and the and the joystick literally just like rattles around in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of mine are like that. <laughs> and that's to say nothing of like, we used to go through like a $20 Mad Cats controller about once a month. Oh, yeah. Those are those were real rough. Because, like, they just, those just broke. Mm-hmm. It's funny to think about now, like, Mad Cats actually makes some high-quality stuff. But, like, back in the day, no. That yeah, was not, that was not the case. They were just what were sold at the checkout at Blockbuster. It's true. Walmart for me. Yeah, yep. And it was just like, we need, we because that was at the time when my parents were actually playing pretty consistently. We were playing, like, Snowboard Kids and Mario Party on a regular basis. Yeah, Mario Party. Mario Party. That controller has seen better days almost immediately after one one session. To be fair, Mario Party two and three. We stopped playing one after a while because no one's hands could take it. <laughs> we, we took one more trip to the emergency room and decided that was enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was I, I, I got it real bad. Like I had I had a, a worn red circle in the palm of my hand. Oh, yeah. So yeah, um, jumper packed. Now you're jumped up. You're now all hopped we're all up jumped on up. But we also realized that Jesse has to finish playing Dark Souls. She's at That's... the very end of Dark Souls too, and we're like, we just need to go do uh, that. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I was gonna say you don't have to. No, we're at the very end, and but she's the very like, end. but she hasn't played in like a month and a half because we got into Link to the Past, and that's been the um, thing that we've wanted to play. Yeah, that's true. It, it's been a long time. Yeah, because yeah, I remember you talking about uh, one of the streams you were, I don't know, because I don't know anything about Dark Souls 2. And you were, someone was asking how much DLC bosses or something. And oh, there's had, way, like, we're, there's way more of that, too. Yeah, if if you wanted to. And you said, well, if you just wanted to finish the game, we could finish it now, sort of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and so I still think close. that's true. Like, the, the, the proper end of the, like, main story campaign is very close. Mm-hmm. But at this now, it's been so long that we have to spend like one stream getting back into the swing of things, and then one stream actually making the the end game push. 
and oh, you for, <laughs> you forgot about the stream in between because the first one ends in abrupt rage. <laughs> yeah, or a migraine, <laughs> or yeah, or a migraine. Yes, yes, yep. Um. <laughs> yeah. So you- we like. I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, because. Jesse leaves for New York again in like five days, and then a week after that we go to Germany. True, yeah, and you, you have a, you have a rather important game you have to get through before before she leaves. I do. Speaking of which, uh, two things on the uh, two things on the receipt from uh, from Play It. Okay. The jumper pack and a PS One memory card. PS One memory card. It's time. I've got like I've got like eight PS Two memory cards. And I kept trying all of them because I figured one of them, surely one of them has to be a PS1 memory card because they're actually not clearly labeled. I only have the cards themselves. This one is a Mad Cats that specifically says PlayStation 2. This one just says memory card 2 mega. (laughs) This one says max memory 32 MB memory card. And none of them like the shape for the PS1 and PS2 memory cards are the same. So, like, I popped them all in, thinking they were probably PS2 memory cards, but maybe just in case. And no, they're they're one. They're all PS1 memory... They're all PS2 memory cards. Huh. You know, it's funny. I never had... I had, I think, two PS1 memory cards and two PS2 memory cards, and I don't know how I got by with so few. I mean, honestly, they would save a lot of data. Like, yeah. most games did not take that many uh, blocks, if you will. Yeah, yeah, there were blocks, yeah. Remember remember it was blocks? Oh, yeah. And yeah, um, it was kind of fun. The PS- I remember one of my favorite things was seeing, like, the, the images. They're like little Easter eggs of what the companies would make the save file icons. And the save file icons would change depending on which PS1 block you were, like, saving it onto. Because they were, yeah. you know, you only ha- there was a very limited number of things that could be saved. Whereas... Oh, I, I had one. I think it was I want to say it was actually a Mad Cat's memory card. It was yellow with like black rubbery things on it for the PS2. And that was like a oh, giant one. Oh, yeah, I one. think I have that exact memory card. I feel I was going to say this. That one felt popular to me as, as, as like an off-brand, not official memory card. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, that yeah. was a big memory card that held a lot of data. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I had three PS1 memory cards. I think I might have. Oh, you know what? I, I think I had three PS1 memory cards because one was dedicated to final fantasy games only yeah yeah like everyone who had a gamecube yeah had the animal crossing memory card (laughs) yeah well hell it came with it (laughs) it had to because it took the whole memory card it it was nice when companies felt like they had to give you the thing that they're requiring you to use yep like a controller yeah whatever (laughs) it's kind of cool the 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 animal crossing memory card that was yeah it even came with like a little sticker like, so it was Animal Crossing branded memory card on top of it. Yeah, I remember. I still have mine. It's got the sticker on it and you can it had a space for you to write like the name of your town. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I never wrote my name because I always was like, what if I what if I change it later? I was one of the, I mean, I'm, you know, one of those weird people that doesn't like using mega elixirs in video games. Right. So um, there's no way I'm going to write on this this memory card what if I what if I have a different idea for it later? I better keep it pure and pristine. Hey, listen. <laughs> I want that reminds me. Okay. Um I don't want to go into talking about Octopath Traveler uh for another like 20 minutes. Largely because since the last time we spoke, I haven't actually played any more of it. Okay. Yeah. But I will say I still have more items than I like can use, but I have run into some battles where I've been like really up against the wall and I'm like, "Oh god, I have to use an item." I have gotten so much better about that in the last. I'm still bad five about or it. Six years, but like it, I still consider items to be like a last resort. Sure, but me too. At a at a certain point, I used to consider items not a resort at all. I, I would use them on the final, but but I've I've so okay. I've gotten better, but I won't use my last one. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like if I have two mega elixirs, I can use one. It's fine. But I can't use the other one because what if I what if I need the if one I have for later? single digits of something I'm like ooh I don't know <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> whenever I play so I've been playing the old Final Fantasy games and once I get enough money one of the first things I do is go to the item shop and buy like twenty of each of the uh 
um, status effect cures, and I never use oh, like yeah. any of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I need to I, if I have six or eight, like so I can do each character twice if there's four people in the party. Yeah, okay. Nope, nope, not enough. I got it. Yeah. And if I have 10, it's like, well, I can't use it because then I'll be single digit. So I got to get 20. So that way I have a buffer of 10 before I'm there. <laughs> oh, man. Ca- okay. Casty the Apothecary has the ultimate solution to this. What? What is it? What is she it? Had, her special ability is being able to mix together like certain there's. There's these items that are only used for apothecary solutions. Yeah, that was that was in the first Octopath, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There's there's much fewer of them. Ah. Okay. It's a very limited supply with a very limited set of effects, so it makes it a lot easier to understand what you have and what you should use. But her latent like special power ability is to make any of those mixtures without consuming one of your ingredients. so you can like so you can do like a max power boost where it's got like five ingredients so you can recover like hp sp raise elemental defense raise physical attack and also like put in the thing that makes it multi-target instead of single target and do all of that and then if she's if she's got her latent power thing you just get that for free yep yep like that like that a whole lot yep so it like it's like, yeah, OK, I get to use this. I get to use this solution. I get to use this like power without feeling bad about like, what if I run out? Yeah, that's fantastic. That is that is a power made for us. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> but beyond that, I actually have had to go in in particularly challenging fights and be like, oh, God, I need to use this right now or we're all going to die. <laughs> and it's like. It does put you in that position to be like, okay, yeah, the elixir that's going to like my dude has 17 hit points and one SP. Now is the time to do the full (laughs) HP and SP heal. Now it's okay. I've got 16 of them. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) So I've, I've actually like it's it partially speaks to like the good balance and and challenge of it. Where, like, I do actually have to think about doing that once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's also just that I've I've gotten better about it in general. So anyway, that's that's Octopath for the week. I just wanted to say that, like, I'm using items in Octopath and it feels good. <laughs> you know, that's it's a, it's a it's a it's a slow process, but, you know, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Well, I mean, all like. It relates to me in real life as well. We've talked before about how difficult it is for us to, like, spend money on things. Sure. And in, in, in we have, like, different ways of, of going about it, too. But, like, I went out today is like, I am pretty sure that if I spend enough time looking around in my boxes and stuff in my closet, I'm sure I have a jumper pack and a PS1 memory card around here somewhere. Yeah, almost definitely. Almost definitely. I like because I had them before. There's no reason I would have like picked it out of a box and thrown it in the trash. Done with this. I don't see how it could have like gotten lost per se. So it's got to be around here somewhere. However, it cost me like 20 bucks to buy a new a new one of both. And now I just have them. And and, And, and it's done. And then you got breakfast. Yeah. And then we got breakfast. And that was and, you know, that took a few minutes and then we got ice cream. Because next to the game store, there was a little like there was a little cute little candy and soda pop and ice cream shop. Yeah, I mean, and we got like a that? tiny little we got like a tiny little scoop of ice cream. They had you know like the little fireball uh, hot cinnamon candies. Yes, they had a ice cream of that. Oh, oh, I like the sound of that. It was really good. Because the funny thing is, like, it's not really spicy because it can't be. Because ice cream is literally just, like, all the creams and fats that, like, you drink when you have spicy food to neutralize the spice. So it can't really be spicy, but it still has that flavor like you expect it to be, but then it's just sweet. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, it, the only way you could do it would have to be, like, sprinkled on top or something. Yeah, like, yeah. But if it's in the ice cream itself, then there's no way. That's that's a That sounds like a fun flavor. I would enjoy that. Yeah, it was really good. We'll go uh, for some we'll, ice cream. We'll uh, we'll take you down there when you uh, definitely come visit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, one of the one of my go to flavors when I'm at a place and I just want something, something, something sweet 
taste good, kind of cold, you know, obviously it's ice cream, but you know, sure. uh, uh, a fruity pebbles blizzard. It doesn't have to be yeah. a blizzard. Cause I don't know if they sell that at dairy queen, Sure, but, but that style of, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, dessert. Oh man. I I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and be like fruity pebbles, honestly, like underrated. They're so good. Like as a cereal, as a topping, as a, as a Rice Krispie treat? As a Rice Krispie. I was just going to say that. Oh, we man. actually ordered one. The gas station down the street, which is one of those, like, upscale gas stations that's got, like, a really good, like, a really good, like, cheap, drunk food kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, fast food thing in it. Yeah, would you would you eat the, would you eat the hot dogs there? Yeah, I, I have eaten the hot dogs there. There you go. That's all you need to know in terms of what, what the feeling of the place is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, they got a, they got a bunch of stuff on the menu with Z's instead of S's. Oh, classy. You know, you know the place. <laughs> um, yeah, they have, uh, they had, uh, Fruity Pebbles Rice Krispie Treat, and I was like, oh, damn, I gotta try that, and then I did, and it was outstanding. <laughs> They're so good. Man, that reminds me, the Fruity, I don't know, n- none of what we exactly were talking about reminded me of it, but thinking of getting food <laughs> at, like, a gas station yeah, yeah. made me think of working at Best Buy when I used to do the the ad set on Sunday morning. So you don't, you don't have to wake up really early, go into mm-hmm. Best Buy and tell the computer would tell you, Hey, these are the prices that changed. Yep. Um, yep. And then you just listen to music for three hours while you ripped stickers off of things and put new stickers on. And I had never once before that moment thought, huh, a person has to do this. Yeah, I had the exact same feeling at target. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was doing, I was like, this is, this is, this is some painful stuff. This is just like, it is if I didn't have music, I will have lost my mind, I think. Yeah, it was it's so just boring. like you never you see the stickers on the shelves before and you they're, they're just there, right? Yeah, or sometimes you'd see a sticker over another sticker and now I'm like, <laughs> I know that feeling. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not taking that sticker off. It screw it. Yep. <laughs> yep. It I totally I totally understand. Skin every single sticker in the store and then you, get the stickers to restick it back on because it's not like it's automatic. You have to first scan everything and yep. then you get the printout in the back and then you can put the stickers on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at Target we actually had um, we actually had a lot of those things were like uh, printed out ahead of time. Yeah, so so there are some things that were like that. I shouldn't say everything, but yeah. But yeah, you got the oh god, what is the. What is the name of the little, the little, like... The scanner gun? Yeah. Thing? God, what, what did... I can't remember what we, we called, called it. We called them uh, PDTs. Oh, we didn't call... There's another name for it, and I can't remember what it was. That, that they used at Best Buy. I, I, I never forget. learned what PDT st- stood for, but I assume it was personal <laughs> digital something. Probably. I had to type in my password. Sometimes I'd forget it, and then I was like, God, what was... How was I supposed to log into this system? Oh, man, I don't know. But anyways, on the way in, the only place that was open because it was so early was a, a Speedway. And sometimes I would get some taquitos on the on, on the way to, to do ad set. And most of the times it was perfectly fine. But there was one day where I don't know what – I don't know when those taquitos are from. And mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> for like an hour and a half into ad set, I was like, <laughs> sorry, folks, you're going to have to cover for me. <laughs> I'll be back. And then, like, you know, 20 minutes went by. I felt great afterwards, but, man, that was that was a rough moment sitting there, like, trying to scan. Being like, I can keep it together. I'm fine. <laughs> Literally sweating. <laughs> Just, like, yep. dying. It's, like, 7 in the morning. <laughs> Good old taquitos. Yeah. Man, I used to, like, subsist on those for a while. There yeah, is a uh, They're really good. The – okay, so as long as we're talking about crappy food from gas stations. Sure. Like that's just that's just what this podcast is about now, yep. which I feel mm-hmm. I feel like connects pretty well to Wario in a lot of ways. But yeah, we'll get to that. I can I can see it. Um, so there is a um, there's a United Dairy Farmers that opened down the street from us that is walking distance. It's maybe like okay. a quarter mile from here. Um, I've never and, heard of that. Huh? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a gas station. They have oh, ice cream. Okay. Uh, I've seen the logo before. I I just Googled it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I know they have them in Lansing. Doxed. <laughs> I mean, my, my, my internet handle is Tom Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. On uh, on Discord now, it's WUG. Yeah, well, it was Manly for a long time, but then I was hosting oh, a class, right. and then I felt uncomfortable having my name be Manly. Yeah. With, like, 
a dumb Arnold Schwarzenegger with Goku hair as an icon. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, some students are going to think that's cool and funny. And some students are going to be like, what is this toxic masculinity crap? Yeah. And so then I just changed it to my name. And then I'm not teaching that class anymore. So I put it just to be wug. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't identify as much with the manly moniker. It's, 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 it's I just went back to wug. You know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to because like you can, you can be like a fan of that for all the right reasons. <laughs> it's kind of, it's the same thing as like gamer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really use gamer proudly anymore because the people who do are like unrepentant, like dregs of society. <laughs> I was always I'll be honest, I was always uncomfortable with those kinds of terms. I mean, I've said that before. It's not like, a yeah, this is not a shock to anyone. <laughs> well, it's just like, you know, putting anyone in like a, a set category or box like this is the this is the thing that defines your relationship with the world. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, and this and nothing else. Right. And that's 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 th there's a couple there's like a couple TV shows that I couldn't stand because that was basically the joke. Right. Yeah. Like, like a oh, what's the popular one? Uh, the one with Tim Allen. No, 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 no. Uh, about oh, that's right. That one wasn't popular. <laughs> no, home. Well, home improvement was. No, no, no. Uh, he had one the, later had that, that was one. literally. He had one later God, that went that off called? the air a few years ago, and the yeah. whole show was just like, "I'm going to stand here and make jokes about conservative talking points." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's even when it's supposed to be something that. Oh, oh, the uh, 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 Big Bang Theory. Like, oh. That, so completely opposite idea like just that i like so that was a show that people would yeah. ask me oh you must love that show it's like no i i really hate that yeah. show a lot. <laughs> well yeah. hate is way too strong but it's just nah, it's not for me because it's basically the joke is hey look at those people are look scientists at the nerds or, yeah or whatever it is yeah it's it's like mm, mm, it's not for me man i don't know but anyways yeah. you were talking about united dairy farmers and i i derailed this conversation it's okay i was it, it came up because of taquitos oh yes and uh, what like they have really good ice cream there, which you would expect from United Dairy Farmers. I would I would hope so. Um, yeah, their ice cream is good. They got like donuts and stuff like that. It's funny that I to will think partake of in once in a while. Dairy farmers, because like when I, I know it, I know it fits. But when I think of farming, I think of crops, and when I think of yeah. ranching, I think of 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 animals, mostly because of my you know Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon. Sure. Yeah. So the idea of like dairy farmers is bringing a smile to my face, like it's a plant that you milk. <laughs> like the milk plant yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it grows up into this tree and then you know in the during the harvest season the branches hang low with bottles of milk, <laughs> with bottles of milk. <laughs> some of them you keep in the freezer in ice cream balls form <laughs> the point is they have uh they have the hot dog roller right yeah and um and we always go in and we we usually go there and we're like, we're going to get a snack. Sure. We're going to spend like, you know, between five and ten dollars on some old bullshit, <laughs> some some crappy gas station snack that we know is bad, but is actually like still pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to justify your when you're eating it, even uh -huh. with the person that you're eating it with. Yep. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. It's like. Hey, you know, it's not that bad, actually. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I it's, like it. I'm, right. <laughs> this is good trashy food. Yeah. Um, so they have the tornadoes. I feel like I've heard of that. I think Speedway has something like them as well. Because it's just a big ass taquito. That's literally I, God, all I it is. I feel like I've seen that before. And they're like two for three dollars or something like that. And oh. I feel like Jesse and I used to get them and they are just like instant poop. <laughs> <laughs> like they stay in your body for about 15 minutes. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> we like, well, we're, we walked there, right? And it takes like 20 minutes Run. to walk there. <laughs> so it's like, oh, that kind of sounds good right now. But the last five minutes trouble, the last five minutes of that walk. Is just dead silence. <laughs> yeah. most, the most serious faces, just keeping it all together. You start sweating. Yeah, you're just the, the pace picks up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what? What game are we eliminating this week? Uh, oh, you know what? I don't know. We're recording oh. this one so close to the last one that Swoggles has not sent us a new. Uh... Oh. Really? Has not sent us a new uh, a new 
bracket. Oh, so that's kind of exciting. I do, however, have a uh, I do, however, have an email from Jessica. OK. It just says hi. And it's clearly spam because it's not the Jessica you think it is. It's it's the person that has photos from before or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, though. There's no body to the email. Oh, it's just like in the subject line. The subject line says hi, and there's no body to the email, and it's BCC'd to me. I, maybe it's like an invisible link in the body, and you can't see it. I assume I have spyware on the computer now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jessica coming for you. <laughs> I, I assume that's what it is, but that is, uh, that's that's mail for this week. Well, hello, Jessica, if you are real. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for BCCing. <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> let's talk about warrior land yep yes sir would like to follow this up there is now a second email in the retro breakdown also from jessica this one also says hi but it's actually from my wife <laughs> a much a much better jessica yeah yeah undoubtedly she uh, she clearly heard while while I was talking about it and just decided to follow up. And now I have now I have the, the top three, uh, the top three emails in um, in the retro breakdown at Gmail dot com where we receive our uh, our emails. Uh, the third most recent one is the aforementioned uh, Jessica says hi, but that's lowercase J Jessica. Mm. Uh, the next one is from Jessica, as as in my wife, that says, you have been invited to join a team on Canva. Oh, well. And then the one above that also just says hi. So I mean, that's, that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. You know, Jessica's just spamming the Jessica's just spamming the email like they're swoggles or something. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, swoggles. <laughs> and Jessica's <laughs> probably just the one, really. Just the one, I think. <laughs> you know, I started Wario Land three like a month ago, I think. Yeah, uh, it took me some time to get through it. Yeah, that seems about right. No more than I think a little more than that, actually. But makes um, sense. I I started playing it, and I didn't really know exactly what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I played it for I don't know two hours or so. And I was like, this okay. game kind of sucks. Like, I didn't like it at first. I was trying to get through it really fast. Like, I just want, I didn't, I didn't want to deal with the, I didn't want to deal with its bullshit. Yeah, and so fair, I turned it fair, off. Fair, fair, And for some reason, I don't know, maybe two hours after I turned it off, I was like, I really want to play more. And I was like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Why were you being so salty about it? You know, just the internal dialogue. Yeah. And I booted it back up and I, I you know, went into it with the mindset, okay, this is going to be a game you just play you just explore you don't think about it too much you're not trying to get it done yeah. and oh my god i fell in love with it yeah like the second i re- the second i stopped it from being a task that i had to complete for like mm-hmm. the podcast for some reason because you know we do that from time to time and yeah th- I, and it became a game that i just wanted to play holy crap wario land 3 is one of the best it, i would say it's definitely one of the best game boy color games and is honestly yeah. going to be a game that i think about Whenever, like if Nintendo were to say, we're releasing a new Wario Land game, or even if it's just Wario Land 4 on GBA, yeah. I will be so freaking excited. Just now. re-release another existing Wario Land game. Yeah, I, I will be absolutely, uh, you know, overjoyed. Yeah. Because this game is so awesome. Wario yeah, Land it, it honestly it made me a fan. Yeah. Yeah, Wario Land 3 is just a fantastic video game. It's, I, it's so, so cool. it's. It's it is a 23 year old game yeah. that I don't think has really been done in the same way. Like, I, I can't think of another game that's quite like this. No. And you that's know, one of the best things I can say about a video game. For sure. And it's it's a game that that Kyle's been trying to. Well, he's he's been trying to get me to play for a long time. But he's been telling me how good it is. I, I have his copy of the Game Boy Color version um, from when he moved. He's like, here. And and so his copy of the game of Wario Land 3, the, the bottom half of the label 
is completely worn off because his grandma played this game so much. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So literally the bottom half is just where it would have been sticking out of the Game Boy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Game Boy SP or like the Game Boy Advance or uh, DS or whatever. And oh, yeah, because I was going to say it should be the it should be the top of it. No, but but yeah, yeah just, the, ga- the Game Boy Advance had the Game Boy the Game Boy like slot bet for backwards yeah. compatibility in the bottom. Yeah, and it, and it was, and it was the, and it was, so the, the whole bottom half of the, it's like perfectly cut off. It looks like you almost took like an exacto blade to it and just removed the ch- chunk of the label. And I know exactly what you're talking about because most of my Pokemon games look like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. Yellow especially. In fact, I can reach back. Yellow is still in my Game Boy and I can probably look at it right now and yep. Yeah, oh, that's there's, cool. there's a clear line. Where, like, the top half of the Pokemon logo is completely worn off and the bottom is pristine. (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally understand that. Um, 100%. And and so, obviously, you know, if if Kyle's grandma's going to play this game for basically 15 years every single day <laughs> yeah 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 that's gotta be something there because kyle's grandma i'd be there sometimes and she'd be like hey kyle i need you to do the the golf game again <laughs> and i was and i was like what is what's going on he's like yeah there's a golf mini game in this and <laughs> kyle kyle must have completed the golf mini game for his grandma you know 150 times or something yeah. like that the man has the patience of job i don't know how how you can want to do the golf that many times because it's fun I, I actually thought the golf mini game wasn't it, it has if you read reviews and and um uh, or like forums and stuff people complain mm-hmm. about the golf mini game being terrible but i thought it was I it's it was fine yeah it's, it was it's actually fine. like it's it's as good as you could possibly accept a 2D golf mini game to be. Yeah, where you're kicking sort of a dead Kirby. It really does. There's a lot of this that looks Kirby-esque. <laughs> like, not like Kirby himself, but like Kirby enemies, Kirby bosses. Yeah. Like, yeah, there, that, there's a bunch vibe. of things in this that look like they're just a Waddle D. <laughs> yeah. That turned out to be an old lady. Yeah, so let's back up a bit. Yes, please do. <laughs> I we, we just start in the middle. It's just how it's. Well, it's usually my fault. It, we usually like, there's usually like the thing about the game that we really want to talk about, mm-hmm. and that's like the first. That's like priority one that we just have to like explode out of the gate with that. Did had, before before you explain Wario Land three, was there yeah. any Wario Land games that you had played before? No. Okay. I had the only played. Wario, the only Wario focused games that I played before this were Wario Wear. Okay, so I had played Wario Land Shake It on the Wii, which is completely different. Okay, and then the other Wario game that I had played was Virtual Boy Wario. Oh yeah, Land. that doesn't count. No, it Virtual Boy Wario Land is good. It still it's, doesn't count. It's a good. It's a solid Wario Land. Game. Are you saying it counts? I would say Wario Land count. Wario Virtual Boy Wario Land totally counts. Now it's in the vein of the the early ones. You're not invincible, like you yeah. have. It's more like a um, standard platformer kind of stuff. Sure, but it's. I would say Virtual Boy Wario Land. I, I have fond memories of it because it was the only Virtual Boy game I wanted to play on my Virtual Boy. Well, I mean, <laughs> so I don't out know of what, what that says. like nine. Yeah, the other ten games that were released for Virtual Boy. Yeah. <laughs> The only, yeah, so I, the only Virtual Boy game that I remember playing a significant amount of was Tennis. Oh, no, I, I did like Tennis. Yeah, Tennis was cool. I don't even remember what else there was. I think I had most of them. There was a, there was a cool mech game, I suppose, but it wasn't that. Some kind of boxing game, I want to say. Like, it was a mech boxing game. I don't know. Never mind. That my, sounds my, right. Yeah, so I, I had only played those two, but that's nothing like Wario Land 3. So please, please, ex, ex, take us to the beginning of this of this story. Well, the first thing to know, and you you mentioned it already, like the first thing to note about the design of this game is that like it's you start playing it and you're like, okay, platformer. Yeah. You know, just like you walk to the right, you, you know, you jump on enemies, you break boxes, you platformer. Yeah, there's there's things to there's pits to jump over and it's fine. And I, I got like probably 10, 15 minutes into the game and I'd taken a couple of hits from enemies and I was like, where's my health bar? 
And then everyone in chat was like, what health bar? Well, like, where are my lives? What lives? <laughs> yep. Like, yep. no, you don't do any of that here. This is you. Wario is an indestructible being. <laughs> yeah, you but what any... he can do is waste the hell out of your time. Oh, and he does that so well. So, like, it's this is a bizarre and genuinely interesting approach to a platformer where instead of getting to the end of the stage, your goal is to find like four hidden keys and treasure chests hidden in each stage. Some of which open up, uh, some of which like open up later levels or give you powers or give you like hard story progress, uh, so on and so forth. But you would think that your primary way of getting through the stage is to just like, you know, you jump the pits and you avoid the enemies and you break the blocks and you get to the end of the stage and everything's good. But no, that like your invincibility is not like a favorable thing that they're doing to be nice to make the game easy. No, no. They make it that way because part of traversing the game involves intentionally taking hits from enemies because it makes you do cartoon weird cartoony shit. <laughs> like your face inflates until you hit the ceiling so you can float up when you get stung by something. These little yes. floating octopus squid things come down and sting you and then your face swells up and then you float like a balloon <laughs> or the guy with the hammer like smashes you into like an accordion spring so that you can jump up higher than you usually can i mean or just this big on... thwomp thing flattens you like makes you completely flat so that you kind of like you can get under small uh small gaps and also can float like a piece of paper on the air <laughs> and sometimes you just get hit by electricity and sometimes you just get hit by electricity and you get to see a big old wario skeleton and his heart beating it's great because in the sometimes manual, you're a zombie in the manual they, they call it uh wario's new reactions because i'm gonna get some <laughs> of some of those power-ups are just from wario land too but yeah, they're yeah, basically yeah. just like they're, they're just reactions it's just you know it's no big deal Wario has been turned into fire. <laughs> yes, he's completely engulfed in flames. He's fine, though. Like, the the whole thing with like, oh, no, my butt's on fire. Let me run around and flail my arms. Ah, that is cartoony bullshit. Once the flames completely engulf him and then become darker and darker as the life is burned from his eyes. Yep. It's it's a little upsetting. And then he's just oh, my favorite, my personal favorite in terms of just you're like what was the the weird like a uh, sonic boom laser cutting things that just splice oh, yeah. wario right in two yeah you like you literally get just halved and then he just like his two sides kind of flop around and, and then kind hit of the like, ground like you look kind of like liquefied almost it's, it's like it's like you it's like i don't know like two pieces of meat and then they yeah, just kind of yeah, like yeah. fall to the ground on fold over and it's like whoa that's that's sort of nasty for a... <laughs> yeah, it's brutal! For a Wario game, what is happening? <laughs> it's really brutal! Unnecessarily so! Like, but... That being said, there's so many of them, and the animations are really outstanding. Oh my like, god. The it's It is surprising to me, like, the idea that the core gameplay is, like, Actually, more like Twitch gives it the Metroidvania tag, and that's kind. I kind of get it, but it's not really because it isn't one single interconnected map. It's stage based, and each stage has like four different treasures that you may have to backtrack and get some of them later when you have other abilities or when you've unlocked certain like world state changes. Yeah, it's it's. I think Metroidvania is a fine. <sighs> big picture way to define it yeah if you don't know what it is because then you're not stuck thinking well i should be able to clear this on my first run through right right like, you, right, know, you right, play right. a mario game and you can collect all of the the i don't know, like the dinosaur coins or whatever yeah yeah um, yeah your first time in the world mm -hmm. 
So I think that just I think Metroidvania has just sort of become synonymous with you can make progress here, but you won't be able to make all of the progress. Yeah, you will have to backtrack and come back to this with other abilities later. Yeah, yeah. And that is what the entire game is is built on. Yeah, like, it's built around just going back and forth between levels constantly as you unlock different treasures that give or unlock different. Well, yeah, there are different treasures and some of them give you power ups like you were saying. Yeah. And it's really it's really outstanding because there's not that many stages. There's like maybe what, like I think less than 30. That sounds right. There's four like worlds. It's it's divided into like north, south, east, west of the like island or whatever. I yeah, I think there's I want to say maybe there's like what, 20, 28. Is there six or seven stages per world? I don't know if there's seven in each one, but I know that there were seven in one of them. Yeah. Because uh, Wario got a got a torch and immediately started a brush fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this dude destroys the little island he's in. Like, or, everything well, he finds is like, let's bomb the volcano. Let's start a brush fire. Let's freeze the ocean. Let's drain your lakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we created a massive sinkhole. Awesome. Everything, everything you do in this game is an ecological disaster of some sort. I mean, the story is, is seriously... I felt really bad when that when the credits rolled. I genuinely was like, oh, oh, man. Yeah. You know what? Like, it actually kind of. It actually kind of worked out, though, because like the you don't really get much of the story until the you get some at the beginning and some at the end. Right. And that's yeah. really it. There's no. Not that, much... that, yeah, that's all of it. There's nothing in between. And, and by feeling bad, I don't mean it was a bad story. It was actually the best story. It was the perfect Wario story. Yeah, but it was. I felt bad as the player. <laughs> Yeah, because the whole the whole idea is like you get Wario gets sucked into a magical music box world. And yes. then this secret figure is like, oh, sorry, that happened to you. Yeah, um, you need to find the five music boxes scattered throughout this land and then we can return you to your land and you can keep your treasure. Mm -hmm. And that's the story. And then you do that and you bring him back and he's like, ha ha ha. You did my bidding, fool. Yeah. Rudy the clown or whatever is. is Yeah the evil entity of the music box planet who will rule this world and all of the other worlds now, I guess. Sure. And whatever. <laughs> then you throw his hand at him a few times until he knocks himself out and then he's defeated forever. Mm -hmm. um, and then all of the enemies that you have been like thoughtlessly tossing around and splatting against walls for the last 15 hours turn into people. Yep. Yeah. Like, like a little old lady. And then the the mayor or whatever comes out and is, says, "Oh, thanks for thanks for defeating the bad guy." Uh huh. Uh, and and I just I read I got to that part where the characters were transforming into people. Just like, oh, <laughs> okay, okay, Nintendo, you got me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad the, for the killing first all these one, creatures. The first one transformed, and I was just like, "What?" Yeah. Yes. No. Well, and then it's 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 even better because they thank you for doing it, and they're like, "Yeah, the whole time we were just trying to get you to stop." And then you're like, "Oh, that makes that they, they even gave motivation for the, the the enemies you're killing." Yeah, it's not even like, "Oh, we were we we didn't have any choice. We were turned into the evil villains, <laughs> and we weren't in control." Thank you for freeing us. It's like, it no, was like, were... no, we knew exactly what was going on, and we were trying to get you to stop because it would it was really bad but, but your your lust for treasure was too great <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like i guess it works out because you actually were able to defeat him we didn't think that was actually possible so i guess thanks for that and then, but like I, it would have been fine if he just wasn't freed too and then, and then it's like here take the treasure and please get out of here <laughs> yep Yep. Please leave our music box universe alone and never come back. And I was like, awesome. I'm getting bored. Yeah. <laughs> I don't and care I was, that I killed you. I was, at the end, he's like, as thanks, please keep all the treasure you found. And I was like, what are you going to do? Take it from him? Yeah. I'd like yeah. to see you try. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I, you, you know, they, they, they could have kept him in the music box world, but there's absolutely no way they would have wanted that. Yeah, exactly. Get Get yeah, Wario someone out. was like, well, someone in the chat was like, well, they could have just not sent them back to uh, they could have just not sent them back to the uh, his <laughs> real world. And it was like, how does that help them at all? 
He's going to kill them still. He does not care that they're people. <laughs> he's been he's been throwing them around at walls for the last several weeks. <laughs> I I really hope they release Wario Land. Actually, I hope they put all the Wario Lands. Although my understanding is Wario Land 2 is very similar to this. Yeah. So I'm less interested in playing Wario Land 2, but I'd like to play Wario Land 1 and 4. Because 4, I know, is a lot different in terms of i think they brought back the the life and the platforming like the more traditional sense but it's like you get a treasure at the stage and then you have to speed run back through the stage or something while scary music plays that's kind of cool that's a neat mechanic i'd like to see with you know by it's so like (laughs) i mentioned this before and didn't really elaborate on it like the fact that they are able to make you an invincible character and yet still there there's actually still like established stakes for like yeah. cuz okay if we really want to boil it down in the modern era of gaming what even is what even is like losing your life or losing your like running out of hit points or whatever you go back to your save point there's no real stakes it just you waste some time sure and even even in the souls universe it's not that big of a deal now that we're kind of used to it like yeah, the people that like yeah those you games, may it's... lose some resources, but what is it going to cost you to get those resources back? More time. Yeah. Like everything, for the most part, is like is replenishable and recoverable if you put the time in. So really, like a death just costs you time. Mm-hmm. So you Wario Land 3 just does that, but cuts out the part where you die first. And adds way more time loss. <laughs> <laughs> like... At least an equivalent amount of time loss. Like, so it shows up especially <laughs> on bosses, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, the bosses, despite you being invincible, most of the bosses are basically, like, one hit. Like, you can you can survive one hit. Yeah, because I mean, you they got, don't you gotta, hurt you. You got to no-hit run those bosses. Yeah. And and mind you, they're not super difficult. No, they're not. They're not. Uh, they, they, um, they, they, but they what do, they do does... is, like... One of them, if it hits you, it turns you into the accordion thing where you jump uncontrollably for a while. (laughs) And it happens to be just high enough where you jump up to a platform that you can't stop yourself from going to. So you have to go into this door to basically like go reset the fight. So you basically get like ring outed (laughs) from all of these fights. There there was when you first started the game and you were like, oh, I'm invincible. And you were like, well, what's the downside? And th- <laughs> we were everyone in chat was, like, was saying something along the lines of there'll be times where you wish you had died instead. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there were there were because like what they do is when you get hit by certain things, you just lose control of your character for a few minutes. Yeah, and sometimes that's really bad because you're doing a specific platforming sequence, or if you lose control, you roll off of a cliff, and then yeah. it doesn't kill you either. You just end up on a screen below, so you have to redo the climb or whatever it is. You so know there's what? moments where you're just, oh my god, or you have to move painfully slow like when you're a zombie. <laughs> you know you know what it's actually like comparable to? What's that? Is another game where there's no hit points and you never die. Getting over it with Bedit Foddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't die in that game, but, like, if you could hit a checkpoint and then, like, intentionally die to get back to that checkpoint because you lost progress otherwise, you would do it. Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 some serious Wario 3 energy in, in uh, Bennett Foddy. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's that, it's that kind of energy. It's like, oh, well, I was climbing up this really tall tower... That was really difficult to like platform through. And then I got hit by this one thing that turned me into a ball. And now I have to watch myself uncontrollably tumble down to the bottom of it and start over. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, you know, how last week when we were talking about Kudu 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 in, yeah. I, I mentioned how I didn't rewind time because I was just in the zone having fun playing it. Uh-huh. There were a couple of times in Wario Land 3 where I was like, I don't think so, game. <laughs> 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 there was there was exactly one time that I used the rewind function that I can remember. I played it over the course of a couple weeks, so maybe I used it a, a couple more times. And I'm just not remembering. But like, I remember I used one uh, in my last play session that was literally just like, oh, I didn't mean to go through that door. Yeah. And going through that door meant you had to knock over a a furnace to then use it as a platform to reenter. And you're like, Mm-mm. yeah, it's like it's just like there's no. 
I just wanted to, I didn't even want to go in this room. I literally walked in here because I was like, oh, I'll just reset the, the world state, like get an enemy to respawn. I was using it literally as like a shortcut. Yeah. But then it like dropped me down because it was like a one way door. And I was like, oh, to hell with that. <laughs> so do you know how many treasures you ended up collecting? Did you? Look? I actually have no idea. OK, I, I don't think say the game ever gave me a count. It does in the in the menu. <laughs> I will. Uh, no, it keep going. Really, I mean, I'm going to pull it up and see if I can find out right now. It doesn't really matter. I was just curious because I'm you, also curious. You missed out because you didn't go for 100 percent. You missed out on a couple like whole stages. And yes, I don't think you missed out on. I'm trying to think if you missed out on any pretty like cool animations and stuff. I don't think so. I think you saw all the animations when you saw the uh, the fan, the propeller one where he's floating in the air. Oh, yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, but the the 68. Oh, that's 68 out of 100. Yeah, that's about where I was when I finished the the game the first time, like before getting 100 because I ended up going back, getting all the treasures. There's a few that I absolutely looked up um, because I didn't want to be bothered running around and yeah at the end of it all but uh the it would it was it was one of what's cool about Wario Land 3 is there is an unbelievable amount of content you know sometimes we talk about if this was a game that you owned as a kid and it was like the game you owned for the console or like you get two or three games a year or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah if you liked platformers and Wario Land 3 is one of the games you got you had you have a ridiculous amount of content because you you really could just keep playing this yeah well because you can beat the game and that doesn't even I mean, just beating the game is like 30 percent of the content. Yeah, because yeah. you can go get all the treasure, maybe even less than that, really, if you're looking at like total percentages or something. Yeah, because you can get all the treasure and then you can go in each stage and collect eight musical coins and you have to collect mm-hmm. them all in one go. Yeah. And then that unlocks golf or and unlocks one course of golf because getting all the treasures, I think I had two or three. I didn't actually play it, but you can unlock like golf golf where you yeah. play you know you can play it as a separate mini game instead of like a instead of something that just happens to incidentally be in a stage yeah and if you get all the music coins you get the like another set a series of holes to play mm-hmm. or excuse me if you get all the coins did i say coins or mini games i don't know i meant coins i know what you meant um, and then even after that once you beat the final boss uh, you can go back to all the stages and there's like time attack mode where it's like collect all the keys and get to an exit as fast as possible which is so really like, cool. Yeah, it's like built-in speed running too. So there's so there is so much you can do in the game. Yeah, which it's like and it is absolutely one of those games where it's like the difference between your straight line playthrough and your like completionist playthrough are wildly different. Yeah. Yeah, cuz there's a lot of really cool puzzles that um you didn't get to see just cuz you didn't do it. Not that it, but it wouldn't necessarily be worth it if you don't like if you if you, you you get the full experience of the game by just getting to the final boss. You don't really miss yeah. out on anything is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you don't like there's not any major like mechanics or things that you don't get to see, but there are stages that you this might is, not get to go through. And each stage is basically like its own set of four separate puzzles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in some ways there's like what 25 or 30 stages and then each of those is kind of you could say that they're at least you know, two or three extra stages in each of them because you don't don't go to half of them for some like one treasure, right? You where, know, where... if there's a hundred treasures, there must be twenty five stages. Oh, if yeah, there's duh. four treasures yeah, in each yeah. stage. Wow, dude, math, nice, nice. Unless there are stages with like less than four treasures. No, they all have four. Yeah. Okay, I sent you the image of what you get for getting a hundred tre. Like once you collect the last treasure, this pops up. I don't like that. Nice. <laughs> he's he's given his perfect thumbs up. Like, yep, I killed all those people. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I I've robbed every treasure in this realm and am moving on like a even, locust. It makes it, so canonically it doesn't work because the final boss is still there. So when you go back into the game, it's not like he's dead and you're just walking around the world right. going against all of their wishes. <laughs> because that would be really messed up you know like you beat super mario world and there's the um like you can switch all the colors and it's like autumn themed oh yeah when you finish the special zone yeah yeah sorry yeah and it would be hilarious if in wario land 3 you can go back into the game and the monsters are just like hunched over people yeah yeah (laughs) 
they're just all old people and it's like oh <laughs> like they're still trying to stab hey there, you there Wario. oh god don't throw me through that wall <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. oh my god <laughs> i'm just so this is this is truly one that's been on my soda sort quote unquote to-do list for 20 years where you know kyle's always saying yeah it's a cool game you should try it he's, he's never pushed it and and man i'm glad that i'm i'm just so happy that nintendo added the game boy to to their to their you know whatever nintendo this online is exactly service. this is exactly the kind of experience we you and i had been like banging the table about like bring game boy games we need game boy we games need them like I know that there's really cool games on Game Boy and Game Boy Advance that I just missed out on. And this is exactly, exactly the kind of experience that I had in mind when I was saying that. Mm -hmm. Like, I just never, like, I never played Wario Land, never had any reason to even think about those games. But it's just there in front of me and I can just kind of grab it. And now it's like, hey, that was really cool. And I would never have touched that otherwise. Yeah, I, I feel like it's it's the it's it's the a mix of the podcast and the game just being released. And yep. I'm I don't know. I just feel good. Like, this is one of those ones that I'm I'm so happy that we played. And if someone had on a list of, oh, this is my favorite video game of all time, I would I could I could see it. Not that yeah. anyone isn't entitled to whatever their favorite video game of all time is, obviously. But I just yeah, mean, but there's a difference between seeing that and be like, hey, whatever works for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, this there's, one that's like, oh yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I can see. I can. Oh yeah, uh huh. Mm -hmm. I understand now. This this makes perfect sense. Why this is why why you loved this game and why it was so loved. And it makes you wonder what it makes you. I, I wonder why Nintendo just kind of dropped Wario completely. Like, uh, I don't. I, I mean, the, the Wario answer, Land. I mean, the answer is always money. Essentially, like it didn't sell well. Yeah, I guess I don't have any clue how Wario Land shake it perform but it was but it's it's so weird because it, it seems like a, such a nintendo thing to do to completely derail the idea because i think master master of disguise is what it was called uh i i heard that that one got a pretty bad rap on the on the ds yeah that was and there was wario game. world for the gamecube that treasure made i heard that was really bad i never played it yeah or it was too short maybe it wasn't bad it was just simple i don't know I think that it has I think that it had like mixed reception. Sure. Yeah. The only thing I remember about it for sure is I got I was reading EGM at the time and I think it got like a six. Yeah, that sounds, that's, that's, I would have that's where I would have gotten that uh, rating from as well. At, and, like at that time period specifically. Right. And I, I know I knew of Treasure, but didn't care. And they were the ones yeah. making it. And right. I, again, this was a game that that Kyle had. And Kyle was like, oh, it's, it's OK. And if he yeah. was telling me it was just OK, <laughs> <laughs> there's a part of me that was mm -mm, never i don't care at all then yeah that's fair <laughs> but yeah i don't know what happened to it long term um i will say one thought one random thought that popped into my head sure when i was playing the game is like oh this is why waluigi isn't in smash wait why because Wario has his own games where he has established a, a diverse moveset that is referential to games that he's been in. Uh, and Waluigi doesn't. Like the, the the Wario like shoulder charge with his with his thick ass forearm busting all the blocks. Like yeah, is, a, is a thing that was established in these games. Yeah, and, and that that's true. Yeah, because Waluigi's never had anything other than being a sports a sports ball player. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So it's like they had a moveset to draw from based on what he does in WarioWare and Wario uh, and, and Wario Land. Because he's yeah. been in he's been the star of multiple games where he has a moveset. So they could build that in. With with Waluigi, they're creating a new character. Who only whose only real thing thus far is just being in like sports games and Mario Party. I would I would play a Wario and Waluigi game. I absolutely would. That would be. But hell, be we rad. can't even get Mario and Luigi games like like the Superstar Saga games. We can't even get going. Man, there's another one. You you got to experience that at some point. I know. That's a that's a fun. Well, I, I you know the list goes on. 
I was going to say it's it's one of those ones that there's there's no it's it's hard to say you've got to experience it because it's a you know twenty to forty hour RPG depending on what you end up doing in the video game. Uh huh. And it's not like there's a a lack of stuff to play. <laughs> so so I take that back. Let me rephrase. That's a fun game. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's that's a good way to put it. No, I do want to play it, and it's it like. Like this and many other things, it's one of those games where, like, I've heard about it and heard about it being really good for a long time and then just never touched it and would like to do so at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, we, we if, if it works out, it works out. But first, Largo Winch. I heard that game's money. 